Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Inc. Productivity Tip of the Day. Today's tip. One change to your day can make you happy and more productive, according to a performance coach. From Minda Zetlin. The biggest cause of burnout is not overwork, or not just overwork, according to psychologist and coach Sarah Sarkis, who helps NFL athletes and CEOs improve their performance. It's poor energy management. Most of us manage our finances carefully, making sure we have enough money to get us through the day, or the week, or the year. But as Sarkis explains in a CNBC.com article, we don't manage our own energy in the same way. Making this one change to the way we plan our days and our lives can help us perform better and be happier while doing it, she says. Think about the last time you had a super productive day. You nailed your to-do list, did great work on an important project, and had several important meetings with clients and employees. You tumbled into bed that night feeling very tired, but also very satisfied with your accomplishments of the day. That's all fine. The problem arises when you wake up the next morning expecting yourself to do it all over again, accomplishing just as much for a second day, and then a third after that. Some of us go day after day like this, exhausting ourselves to the point of burnout, Sarkis says. I know I've certainly been guilty of this. And when, naturally enough, we can't bring the same level of energy and efficiency to our work on those second and third days, we get frustrated blaming ourselves for our supposed laziness. Energy, just like money, is finite, Sarkis explains. When you work long hours or skip meals, that's a debit. When you do things that support your mental or physical health, such as getting a good night's sleep, eating a healthy meal, exercising or meditating, that's a credit. The trick to avoiding burnout is to get those debits and credits in balance. How do you achieve that balance? By creating a budget for your energy, just as you do for money. Track your credits and debits. If you've ever tracked your time, this first step will be familiar. Use one of the many available smartphone apps to track your time, from when you wake up in the morning to when you wake up the following morning, including sleep as an activity. Or else keep a pen and notebook handy and write down what your activities are. The goal is to get as complete a picture of all your activities as you can. Importantly, whenever you finish an activity and write it into your activity log, ask yourself how you feel after doing that activity. If you feel relaxed and mentally energized, even if the activity may have been physically tiring like a workout or a hike, that's an energy credit. If you feel stressed and mentally depleted, that's an energy debit. Try to really check in with yourself about how each activity makes you feel, because some things we do for fun, such as scrolling social media, might still be an energy debit, and some things we do for work might be an energy credit. For example, giving a keynote or leading a workshop often leaves me feeling energized. Note which activities are debits and which are credits. 
If you're using a notebook to track your activities, you can divide each page into a debit column and a credit column and write each item in the appropriate space. Increase energy credits. Sarkis recommends tracking activities for one to three days. For me personally, my days are too variable for that to be really useful. So when I try this, which I intend to, I'll track my time for at least four or five days, or perhaps a full week. However long you decide to track, once you have what feels like enough data, start looking for patterns. Pay attention to sleep. Are you getting enough? If not, fixing that is a great place to start. Beyond that, see if there are ways you can increase credits and decrease debits. For example, if you're working long hours, make some time to take a break and go for a walk. Spend a few minutes meditating or journaling. Or have a conversation with a friend who makes you feel good about yourself. All these things are energy credits and can help balance out the debits of working long hours or coping with work stress. If you're having a hard time carving out time for them, put them in your calendar like an appointment, Sarkis advises. Decrease energy debits. Some energy debits are time wasters that you may be able to avoid, Sarkis says. You'd be surprised how much energy we waste on things that don't matter, she told CNBC.com. In other cases, you may be able to combine activities in a way that mitigates some of the debits. Could you follow Steve Jobs' example and have a meeting while taking a walk? If you have a long commute, can you spend that time listening to an audiobook, podcast, or music that energizes and refreshes you? Combining energy-draining activities with energy-building ones lets you put a little back into your energy budget instead of just depleting it. There's a growing audience of Inc.com readers who receive a daily text from me with a self-care or motivational micro-challenger tip. Often they text me back about their own thoughts and experiences and we wind up in a conversation. Many are entrepreneurs or business leaders and they tell me how important it is to manage their own energy so they can be their best when it really matters. Creating an energy budget is a great place to start. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.